don't get follow-up questions because we got to get into the teaching here. That's right. And I'm really interested because we're talking about the Feast of Tabernacles, which, you know, those... Um, temporary abodes that they build and you were talking about that and and, and i love this title god's idea of a camping trip it, it made yeah. me smile i wasn't laughing at it it made me smile because i think it's really cool i went camping a lot as a kid boy scouts eagle sure. scout the whole thing and uh so this is I, i'm really intrigued by the direction I of this too. we spent so much time either out in the woods camping or in a in a, in a uh what do you call those little RVs. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend of mine had one of those, and we got to play Monopoly for hours on end, you know, weeks and years. <laughs> well, I, it takes hours on end to, to play Monopoly. Unfortunately, <laughs> when I got in the Army, I think it was basic training where you have to go out and do all the camping and stuff. And it was just the worst experience. Yeah, that ruins it. Only the army yeah. could to, could destroy camping. <laughs> the joy of camping, and they did for me. So, uh, well, always, camping's uh, usually not near as fun when people are shooting at you. So, you know, no, 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 no it was not in war. It was peacetime. It was training, but it still took all the fun out of it. So, uh, but uh, if you remind me of an interesting story from from one of our first. Feast of Tabernacles when Corey was little, how we the camp out kind of thing mm. was kind of cool. All right, number two. Sukkot is all about thanking God for all he provides. Mm. Now, let's think of this. This is the millennium, so the Feast of Tabernacles is all about eternity. All right? It's after after you gone down. You, you're dead. It's afterwards, all right? So <laughs> everything is something he's provided, right? Everything, everything. So what's the best way to be thankful? Well, you give to someone in need. So his caring for you, sustaining you into eternity and throughout forever, well, that's kind of the theme. The Feast of Tabernacles became known simply as the Feast. Mm. How's that? I mean, there's seven feasts, right? That's what you say, yeah. It's the Feast. Everybody knows what we're talking about. They call it the Season of Joy. So it's Christmas and Thanksgiving combined, if they have those things there. Uh, we look forward to when we'll tabernacle or dwell with God in heaven. Mm. And on the new earth, after all sin has been removed and the devil is cast into the lake of fire. In fact, if you have that idea, I'm going to go to heaven when I die. Uh, think new earth. Think new earth. That's we, we get that in our brains, but that's not, you know, your day, your eternity will be on a new earth. So, if you read Revelation, it God, will still be new and awesome. It, oh yes, that's yes. much <laughs> much improved. Yeah, God has commanded us to rejoice for a whole week and to give charity. To think about God and rejoice. So think about God and rejoice, and think about others and give. All right, so that's why we often have our Victory Partner Days during the Feast of Tabernacles, which we did last week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there you go. So here it is again, Deuteronomy 16, another take on on what you do during the festival. Be joyful at your festival. So if you're not joyful today, it's the great day. You're just in trouble. And, <laughs> and it's you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, the Levites, the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows who live in your town. Everyone, it's not just encouragement, it's a command. Be joyful at your festival. You will be you will joyful. Be happy. How many times have you told that to your kids? You will smile. For seven days, celebrate the festival to Jehovah your God at the place Jehovah will choose. For Jehovah your God will bless you in all your harvest and all the work of your hands, and your joy will be complete. There is coming a day. I don't care what you're dealing with, what you've suffered from, or what you're trying to overcome. Now, there is a day where God has promised that your joy will be complete. Mm -hmm. 
Three times a year, all your men must appear before Jehovah your God at the place he will choose, at the Festival of Unleavened Bread, the Festival of Weeks, that's Pentecost, and the Festival of Tabernacles. So this is the last and the biggest of all the what they call pilgrimage feasts. The primary focus of Tabernacles was water and light, which along with oxygen and temperature, ironically, are at the very heart of how God designed seeds to become a harvest. Mm. So it was all about recognizing God's provision. Back to the verse. No one should appear before Jehovah empty-handed. Each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way Jehovah your God has blessed you. One of my absolute favorite verses. God will never come into your presence empty-handed. So why would you do that to him? So that is a promise. He will give you life, strength, grace, a future, a dream, a vision, a family, a hope, and he'll give you all of himself every single day, 24-7. So don't hold out on him. I will bring the blind by a way they did. Now this, we're going to jump into Isaiah 42. I'll bring the blind by a way they did not know. I'll lead them in paths they've not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. Mm. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. That is one of the most key uh, Feast of Tabernacle verses because of this water, these rivers and light. Also, I will give you the treasure of darkness. You hear that? Treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, Jehovah, who called you by your name, am the God of Israel. Now, first things first. Let's look at treasure and riches because he talks about giving those to us. So God has hidden them in darkness of secret places. God supplies provision, sufficiency, riches, wealth, whatever, and each in their proper time and place according to his will and the needs of his kingdom. Now, back to Exodus 19. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Now, notice you are God's idea of treasure. Hmm. I love that. Yeah. Treasure is in a class of its own. It's highly prized, even priceless, and kept secure. Likewise, riches imply an amount beyond what meets a need. It's a quantity considered more than sufficient, if you go look up those two verses. Luke 5, but when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, I am a sinful man. This is a great catch of fish, uh, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, because of the catch of the fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Fear not, from now on you will catch men. Mm. So when they brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. <laughs> the best catch in the history of fishing. And they go, Okay, we don't need that now. <laughs> Sukkot is a festival about rejoicing in the blessings that God has provided. But let's be sure our focus is on Yehovah, a blessing, instead of the blessings, all right? There's tithe. You start with 100%, and there are two tithes. The first tithe is specifically for the Levites. The second tithe is for you to enjoy and to use to be a blessing and honor God. Most people don't know that. Deuteronomy 14. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Eat the tithe of your grain. Do what with it? Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine and olive oil, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks in the presence of Jehovah your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name so that you may learn to revere Jehovah your God always. He gives you a portion that you are supposed to receive and eat and enjoy with your family in front of him so that you remind yourself always that he's providing for you. 
Now, but if that place is too distant and you've been blessed by Jehovah your God and cannot carry your tithe, then exchange your tithe for silver. Take the silver with you. Go to the place Jehovah your God will choose. Use the silver to buy whatever you like, cattle, sheep, wine, or other fermented drink, or anything you wish. Then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of Jehovah your God and rejoice. This is the second tithe once again. And do not neglect the Levites living in your towns, for they have no allotment or inheritance of their own. All right, so... Now, last week was our Victory Partner Days. I just want to thank you from beyond words, where words can even get to, for your giving, for your providing. If you didn't give, you know what? It's today's the eighth, the great day. So don't forget, you know, if, if you missed your chance, if you're like me, you're one of those procrastinators, you got to think about <laughs> it two years before you actually do the thing. You know, there's nobody here to answer a phone call, but you can go online and give. And uh, we'd love for you to uh, to do that. It's uh but either way, we're just so thankful for you and uh, just praying that you will glean and get, uh, mm. even though we didn't get to share about a lot about last week on this, the eighth and great day, the, the joy of giving and the hope and confidence of receiving. Yes. Victory.radio is the place to go if you want to get in on the giving part of it. 